Microphone check, one, two, what is this? You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Look what you done started. Talk to him. Attorney, high-performance coach, and speaker Cherie Prince asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick. From starting a business, marketing, strategies, and the ins and outs of their industries. We talk everything from book recommendations, lifestyle hacks, and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business. The Play Big Faster podcast starts now. Let's go. Cherie here. Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. I'm joined today by Fun Strong James, and Fun has a very unique service offering. Fun, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, thank you so much, Cherie, for inviting me to your podcast. I'm really excited to be here and just share with your audience some of the things that I do, and maybe I can help some of the people in your audience, um, one of the things that I'm really focused on is consistency and discipline. And I know in order for us to do things at a rapid pace, you got to be consistent and you got to have some discipline. And so what I find is that a lot of business owners struggle with one or the other. They're both kind of like one and the same. They're synonymous with each other. But a lot of business owners, especially solopreneurs or people that is just kind of them and maybe one other person in their business or just them, they have a hard time being consistent. But just a little background about me, like how did I get so disciplined and how did I become so consistent in what I do every day? I'm an author. I've written four books, written and published four books. Two were back in like 2005. No, 2007 and 2009. And those were Christian fiction novels. And I didn't write a book until 2019. So 2009 to 2019, if I do the math, if I, if my math is mathing, is that 10 years? I think it might, is that 10? Yeah, something like that. So it took that long for another book to come. And In the process, how that book even came about was I started praying. Okay, let me just say, I've always prayed, but I really started praying in 2019. Like 2019 was the year that everything changed for Fun James. So people always say like, how did you get like this? Or how did you, 2019 was that very pivotal year for my entire life to be transformed into who you see today. And so I started, my church was having these life groups, which is like small groups where people can, you know, fellowship and all that. And so I decided I was going to join this group called the one hour prayer challenge, because I was like, first of all, they don't meet in person. That's me. I don't want to meet in person. (laughs) I know it's all about, we're supposed to be fellowshipping right with one another gathering and stuff. But I was like, I just kind of, you know, I want to be a part, but I I need to, you know, not have to go to a meeting. And so my background is corporate. I have a degree in mass communications. I have an MBA. And so I had had my field of meetings. I had worked corporate for a very long time. And so I was just like, anything that has a meeting in it, 
count me out. I don't want to be a part of it. So when I saw this group called the One Hour Prayer Challenge, it was really an accountability group. And after I left corporate, I started as a business coach. And so I was more of an accountability partner to a lot of solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, people coming out of the workplace and, you know, not really knowing how to navigate the space of solopreneurship. And so it took me a while to ramp up in that because I was one of those people, but who better to help you than somebody who has traversed through what you're traversing through, right? So I was like, okay, I learned that I only need to be a few steps ahead of you to reach back and help you and pull you at least to where I am. But at the same time, I also have to be working with somebody that's a couple of steps ahead of me as well so that I can stay you know, in the race. So I transitioned from a corporate to a solopreneur and I started coaching. This was prior to 2019. Mad success. I mean, just making all kind of money. Do you hear me? But what happened was I got burnt out because it was just me, right? Nobody told me like, hey, you need to put some automations in place. You need to be able to have some digital assets in place so you're not talking to the client all the time. But I garnered so much success in one-to-one coaching, and it was really one of my favorite things to do because I was helping pull people out of corporate jobs, helping them leave their jobs, make money, but it was a burnout situation. And so I didn't really have anything in place to transition to or to generate income fast in any other way. So I got back into, I did that for at least four years, I believe it was from, yeah, from 2008 all the way up. Yeah, it was more than four years, but I ended up moving from Texas, moving back to my home state of Mississippi and went into a nonprofit and worked as a director managing a budget of $1.3 million, helping people with housing and things like that. And that was very different for me because I had worked in corporate where money wasn't you know, money just coming out of our ears, you know, in corporate nonprofit, not the same, right? You like, you got to have a budget. And if it's a grant, it's got to be spent this way, this way, this way, you know, like, so it taught me a lot of different things. And so I did that for about a year, but I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Like I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. So as I shifted out of working for that nonprofit, they kept me as a contractor in marketing because that was one of my zones of genius. And as I was, this was 2019 that I transitioned. And so same year is when I started this small group at church called the One Hour Prayer Challenge. And so God was navigating my path to to get to who I'm about to tell you I am today. He was navigating it the whole time. And so when I transitioned out of being at a job day to day, back again, being at a job day to day, to being at home and working for myself, that gave me more flexibility to go to prayer service, you know, on a Wednesday at nine o'clock. You can't do that if you have a job, right? So I began to pray more, I realized and learned that, wait a minute, I'm actually talking to God. And I'm a talker. If you hadn't noticed by now, we I don't know how many minutes we're in, but Sheree hadn't said a word because I took over the whole. <laughs> but so <laughs> as I began to pray more, I actually started hearing God. 
And I was like, wait a minute. You know, back in the day, I thought that was like me, like my intuition. Like I knew, you know, I thought I knew things, but I realized that this was the voice of God speaking to me and he was navigating my next steps. And so as a writer said, I want you to write a book. And I was like, okay, yeah, I hadn't written one since 2000, published it in 2009. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm a writer. I've always been a writer. And so the Lord said, you got 30 days to write the book. And I was like, oh, 30 days. Cause you know, the last book Lord was like years, you know, like I was just waiting until I got in my flow and you know what I'm saying? Just like being lazy. No, you want me to write it. I'm not writing. So anyway, I didn't finish it in 30 days. This is when I really learned about the Lord, like God, who we serve, Jesus Christ. That's what I'm talking about. Cause I don't want people to get a little G God mixed up with the God that I'm talking about. And so the Lord was like, okay, you were disobedient. You didn't do what I asked you to do. So I want you to write it, finish it in three days. And I was like, how, how in the world can I do that? This is book three. The first two books took me a while to write. Like I was writing one, the first book for years, literally. And so this is book three. And he said, you're going to write it in three days and you're going to fast. Now, I don't know how familiar your audience is with fasting. Some people fast and they ain't for spiritual reasons, they for dietary reasons. But this was, you're going to abstain from food so that you can hear my voice more clearly. And then you're going to write this book. Now, I had already written out the outline for the book. Check this out. How much I had left. If I were to write three chapters per day in three days, I would have the book finished. And so he showed me like, you have nine chapters of this 10 chapter book left. You're going to write three chapters per day and you already have the outline. And an outline basically tells you like, this is what this chapter is going to be about. I'm giving some gems for people who are writing books right now. You've got to have an outline. You can't just be writing free flow because you'll never know when you're done, right? So in each chapter should just focus on one thing. Otherwise, you're just telling people way too much and they gonna, they're not going to be able to retain the information. So I had nine chapters left and he told me to write it in three days and do this while fasting. Well, this, this is that book right here. It's called Permission Slips, Getting God's Permission in Love, Work, and Life. And so it was a book that he downloaded to me literally in three days and even to this day i'm still just like oh my goodness i'm in awe that he would do that for me so tell us about you told us how he downloaded it but how did you what does the name actually mean permission so permission slips so just to give you a little backstory my move from texas to mississippi was because of a divorce and so during as a christian during that process i was like Lord, could I get a divorce because the Bible talks about, you know, divorce is not allowed and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, Lord, do I have your permission to proceed with this divorce? And I heard the voice of God then. This was before I got saved, saved in 2019, because that's what I call it, save, save, because you say it twice, that means you really save. And so <laughs> I said, Lord, do I have your permission to get this divorce? And he said, you didn't ask my permission to get married. I was like, oh my gosh, which then as I went through that process and then as I was writing this book, he was showing me all the ways that I didn't get his permission in love. 
I didn't get his permission in some of the jobs that I had and just in, in life in general. And so this book takes you through, it helps you to understand why you were created, why it's so important to get God's permission. Like we literally are here because he picked us to be here for this time. And so a lot of people there, like their identity, they, they don't know why they're here. They just like, I, my parents had me, I don't know. I'm just existing, okay. And that's not the case. And nobody is a mistake, no matter how you got here, no matter, you're not a mistake at all, no matter how you got here. And a lot of people look at how they got here. What you should be focused on is the fact that you're here. And that means God wants you to be here and he has a purpose and a plan for your life. And so Permission Slips is really just a book that talks about, first of all, me testifying how the Lord said, you didn't even ask me about marriage, so now you ask me about divorce. But then he began to unfold some things as he was downloading this message to me to share with others. And then, so that kind of transitions me into writing. I was praying and hearing God and then I was writing. And one day in March of 2019, he said, I want you to start sharing our conversations. And I was like, with who, Lord? Because, you know, your girl's secretive. I don't really be liking to tell people my business. I don't want everybody out in my business. I only want them to know what I tell them. You know, like, I don't want them to know the things that I'm crying about or snotting about. You know, like, that's between me and you, God, right? And so he was like, I want you to start sharing our conversations. And I was like, Okay, uh, with who? How's that all going to work? And so I had a website that was just sitting dormant. Now, mind you, I have been business coaching. So I have been all over the internet, you know, had clients all over the world. It was amazing. I couldn't even believe like I'm coaching people in Dublin, Ireland. And just it was just crazy because that's what the internet can do. It can just span you out into the entire world. And so I was like, okay, so like, am I, is this a blog? What is this? And he said, you already have everything you need to do what I'm asking you to do. And I was like, okay, all right, Lord. And that's how me and, we, me and the Lord talk like that, like conversation that I honor and respect, you know, cause he's holy and righteous, but he's also like closer than a brother type, like a friend, you know, that you can talk to, but then he's daddy as well. You know, he's the great I am. So he can be whatever you need, fill in the bank. I am healer. I am deliverer, whatever. And so. I put this blog out. So I put it out, right? I didn't tell anybody. Uh -uh. I was like, I was doing what you call partial disobedience, which let me tell your audience, that's still sin, y'all, when you partially <laughs> So I'm sitting under the hair dryer. You know, I'm thinking like, I'm, I did what you said. I ain't tell nobody, but at least it's out there. And so I'm sitting under the hair dryer. Now, a couple of, maybe a few weeks, Felix Anderson, Felix went to school with us. Felix reached out to me and was like, hey, because I was kind of doing t-shirts for a while. Like I said, y'all, I've been like an entrepreneur, just I do different things, right? And so Felix was like, do you have a website for your t-shirts? And I was like, nah, I'm just kind of, it was like word of mouth. I'm not really, you know, some kind of way I must have told him, I said like, well, I got a website, but it's not for t-shirts. So I tell him about it. I'm thinking, I'm just in conversation, just, you know, yeah, I got this website, but it's like a blog. And so I'm sitting under the hairdryer and a friend that also went to school with us, 
she texted me and said, I didn't know you had a blog. And I was like, what? How you know I got a blog? Like, what? I didn't even, and she and I are close. And so she's trying to figure out, like, why didn't I know about this? Well, Felix had sent it out to his audience about my blog. And I had no clue until she said, I didn't know you had a blog. And so shouts out to Felix Anderson for probably obeying God and putting me out there because I was not going to put myself out there. But what that did was it, it basically led into a blog and then a podcast and then a YouTube. Now, the YouTube part, I just started be, being obedient last year doing a YouTube, but it's all been around my conversations with God. And one of the things that I'll show you, journal, it, I created a journal because I was like, well, I want a specific journal that says, what did Holy Spirit say in our conversation today? Because when I was doing the blog and the podcast, I basically was telling people, well, this is what Holy Spirit said to me today. And a lot of times what he was saying to me was for other people. And I did this every day. And let's unpack that because your brand on assignment by God, just the name itself. How did you come up with the name? And also, let's talk a little bit about just the focus for your 501c3. So the name, of course, came from this. I felt like I was on an assignment. So like I said, I majored in journalism. And so I used to be a reporter when God was giving me these downloads every day during my prayer time. I felt like I was like a, on a daily beat where I was putting out these stories or these conversations that he and I was having. And so it was like, I'm on assignment by God. Like, I'm not doing this because I want to do this. I'm doing this because he told me to do this. And so that was the name he gave me on assignment by God. And so I've just ran with that and branded myself in that way. My company is Encouragement Inc. I-N-K, because it's all about the words and ink on paper. But OABG, as I call it for short, is a is a brand. And it's where all of the conversations that me and the Lord have had are housed. And those have turned into a podcast. Now, the 501c3, it's called Encouragement Inc. I-N-K, Discovery and Educational Center. And I'm just going to be honest with y'all. This is something that the Lord told me to do. I don't even have all the details, but what I was saying earlier at the top of the podcast is it's all about discipline and consistency. And what you'll learn about me is that when God tells me to do something, I'm going to be disciplined enough to obey and I'm going to consistently obey what he says. So at 2019, he told me to get a 501c3 and I was like, why? I asked why and he was just like, just get it. And that's what I've done. I I went through the process and, you know, of course, when you do a 501c3, you got to be able to write up what's your mission, what's your vision and all that kind of stuff. And he gave me what to write. Now, have I been operating in that in the last couple of years? Not much, but I know it was like a preparation for something, you know? So it's, I can see pieces of it, but I needed to have it in place in order to make those pieces come to life, if that makes sense. It does. Now, we've gotten to three books, 
we have the three and we have the brand. Tell us about book number four. So book number four is really people always say like, how did you how you hear from God every day? Like how you hear from God for business? How you hear from God for a nonprofit? How do you hear from God? And so I said, well, it all started with that challenge. It all started with the one hour prayer challenge. It all started with me getting consistent with talking to God every day and hearing him talk back to me because, you know, it's only a conversation when it's two way. And so the fourth book is the one hour prayer challenge book and journal, how to transform your spiritual life in 10 minute increments. And so it's really me sharing the process, because like I said, if I'm doing it, I'm always saying, hey, I can help you do it, too, because people are always saying, well, how do you do that? How are you hearing every day? You hear it every day? And I'm like, yeah, he talks every day, like through his word directly. You know, I hadn't heard an audible or anything like that, but he talks every day. And so in this fourth book, it's where I'm walking you through the process of the one hour prayer challenge. And this book has launched so many different things. I'm in the process of building an app, a one hour prayer challenge app. Books are great, but you want to have things in multidimensional things. So the one hour prayer challenge app is coming next year, 2023. I'm hoping within the first quarter of 2023, it'll be launched. It's in the process of being developed right now. And then also under my Encouragement Inc. company, the Lord said this is like a stationary company, like stationary. So that's where the journals come into play. So I have like wire bound journals because, you know, some people like the wire bound journals and then you got the nice linen covered journals. So creating products that lend itself to praying, listening, writing, and then going forward. So that's really who I am now. I'm fun that obeys God. I'm fun who's on assignment by God and everything he tells me to do, I just do it without knowing all the details. Well, listen, that is an awesome, awesome journey. And you mentioned that you moved to Jackson from Dallas, but you're originally from Jackson, Mississippi, correct? From Houston from Houston. I was in Houston. Yeah. But I am from Jackson. I moved to Houston the day after I graduated from Jackson State. I have, I was in Houston for 17 years. I I really consider Houston like a second home because I was there for as long as I was almost here. Like I was here as a child, you know, up to college, but that's where I became a woman for real once I was living in Houston. So what advice do you have for someone who is looking to possibly leave their corporate job and to step out as a solopreneur? Well, the first thing I would do is help them to identify the the big reason why they want to do it and make sure they're wired for this because God wired us all different ways. Some people are supposed to be in a job because God is calling them to be there and maybe they're going to be there for a certain number of years for a certain season. But then there are people who are entrepreneurs. So if that is like like a fire shut up in your bones and you just like, I know I'm not supposed to be up in here. That's how I used to feel in corporate. I used to be in meetings, doodling, like writing books, doodling ideas. Like I wasn't paying any attention. And I always felt like this isn't for me. I knew it wasn't for me. I had my first child. 
I went back after maternity leave and I was, I remember being in the, is in this closet. It's so interesting that I was in this closet and I was hearing from God then, but I didn't, I didn't know that. And I was pumping breast milk and I was like, Lord, what am I supposed to be doing? Cause this show enough ain't it. Like I said that, cause y'all know I'm from Mississippi. So I was like, Lord, this ain't it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but this ain't it. And I was making, you know, great money, but money is not, everything like you could be making a lot of money but if you're not happy if you don't have peace and joy like ugh, you know you're still gonna be searching for something so the advice that i would give is for them to have a conversation with somebody you know that hey <laughs> know the lord <laughs> and can hear but for them to really seek god about what their purpose is on the earth not like what is the next thing that they could do to make money really fast because you won't sustain yourself in anything that you weren't wired to do. You won't be able to sustain it. It may last for a little while and you may see a little bit of worldly success, but what you really want to focus on is why am I here? Because when you get in that arena, it's favor. Favor is going to come from everywhere. You're not going to have to hustle and strive and work hard and all that kind of stuff. It's just going to be God telling you, and then the door just going to open wide because he told you it's time for you to walk through that door. So it's really just getting in tune and hearing from God. That's why I say I help people that like believers, right? I help you if you're an unbeliever too, because there's a lot of unbelievers out there that use biblical principles, sowing and reaping. You know, you can be an unbeliever and worship the devil, but if you sow, you're going to reap what you sow. Like that's just, there are certain biblical principles financially that if you give to the poor, you're going to get more so that you can, because you're a giver and you could be just as mean and hateful, but apparently you ain't too hateful if you give it to the poor. So that's why the principle works, but it's all a matter of just being God about why you're even here so that you can fulfill the assignment of your being here. Like I said, nobody is here by mistake. Nobody is here by mistake. I don't care if you came through, and I'm going to just say it, a rape situation. A lot has been said about, what about rape? What about? Look, if you hear God said, I want that person to be here because they're going to advance my kingdom on the earth, period. And that's what we should be focused on. This is my question because this is just so much. And you know, the podcast is going <laughs> so long, but you definitely got to come are you still working with people one-to-one -one or in a group setting? Both. I, I do both. I took a lot of time off. Uh, you know this from our previous conversations, but I homeschool. I started homeschooling my kids when the pan right after the pandemic because, for one, I'm just be honest with you. I didn't know what the school was doing. I was like, what? What are y'all doing? And so, again, in a conversation, the Lord was like, you can homeschool. And I was like, Lord, you know. And, and Shree, you know this, like you probably saw me picking up my kid at 559. I was like, no way. It's no, me homeschool? I don't even, I like them, you know, they cool because they mine, but like just not with them all day, like teaching them. And the Lord has given me the grace to do it. So I, I've had to modify how I work, but yes, I know I'm called to help people. I've always been called to help people and God has just, navigated me to be able to do that so now i do offer consultations just like a conversation with me and then that'll help you decide hey this is somebody that i want to make a part of my team 
in order to grow my business or just grow in life or relationships, whatever it is, you know, all about your purpose. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. And if you do not know who Fawn Strong James is, Google her, reach out to her, and definitely see if she can offer some insight and help you with your business. Till next time, play big faster. Do you want to start your own business? Confused about where to begin? Not sure if you can do this? I'm glad you made your way here. Cut through the confusion. I invite you to join in on the five-day Play Big Faster Challenge. You'll get step-by-step guidance on how to start and scale your dream business faster. Five days perfectly structured. Build the business you've always dreamed of without spending tons of money and hiring consultants or a lot of staff. Join the challenge today at www.playbigfaster.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. I already subscribed. I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Cherie on IG at Cherie Speaks. And remember to play big faster.